We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. As we look towards the Week 10 slate of NFL games, uh, I said yesterday that I can't believe we're ten, double digits into the season and nothing has changed since yesterday. Uh, it's been a while since then, but I really do still feel shocked that we are double digit weeks into the season. I am your host, James Seltzer, and with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who is uh, in a country that did not elect Donald Trump president up in the great white north. You can follow him on Twitter at Statsman22. Mr. Paul Bruno, what is up, sir? James, I know that the country might be reeling. I mean, that the vote was pretty much split in terms of the popular vote. Actually, didn't Hillary edge out Dr. She Donald did. in terms of the popular vote? So that just tells you it's a house divided, and that's the challenge south of the border. And I trust that the powers that be will get it right, and uh, you guys will unify behind... Uh, the businessman who's now going to take the big seat in the White House. That is an awful lot of trust to instill, Paul. But uh, but we'll figure it out. That's what we do here. You know what we're going to do instead right here is we are going to uh, forget about that and talk about something that is uh, uh, at least more important to this moment right now in time as this Week 10 slate is approaching very quickly and we still have a little bit of time before January 20th. Paul. Tight ends and defenses today. Let's jump right in. We got a lot to break down for people. Uh, let's start out with this tight end list. And uh, just real quick, we, we should start with Gronk all by himself at 8,000. Clearly the top guy on the board. Are you playing Gronk this week against Seattle? I don't think so. I, I trust the Seattle defense to try and keep him in check. Uh, I, I think they're coming around a little bit. And this is... Uh, 
Yeah, this is going to be a hotly contested game, and I think they're going to make it, make it a priority to shut him down as best they can. So, no, I'm shying away from that. Yeah, I lean that way, too, especially because even though Seattle's past defense hasn't been great lately, um, I still think that if I'm going to pay that kind of price for Gronk, I want a, a slightly better matchup. But, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if he went out and had a big day. But, of course, that's Gronk. I think I'm leaning with you and not spending that, Paul. What about these other two in the 7,000 above range? We've got Jordan Reed at 7,000, Gregory Olsen at 7,200. Uh, seemingly, uh, you know, fair prices for both. Are, are you dipping your toe in those waters? Of the two, I would lean in favor of Olsen. He's got the better matchup, I think, and he's been the most productive guy in terms of targets and, and catches among tight ends all season long. So that those numbers, uh, he's been consistent as well. He hasn't really had a bad week uh, all season. So I'll take that consistency if forced to spend up in this range for one of those two players. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. Olsen over Reed for me. I'm probably not spending for either of those guys either, but... Olsen, a solid matchup. Not great, but solid. I would do that uh, before I would do read against that tough mini D in a second. All right, Paul, let's take these last three guys in the 6,000, uh, excuse me, four guys in the 6,000 or above range. Tyler Eifert at 6,100, Delaney Walker, 6,200, Travis Kelsey, 6,300, and then a $300 jump up to Jimmy Graham. Uh, uh, seems like a, a solid little group here. Are you Are you rolling with any of these guys? I love Jimmy Graham. I picked him up in in the Vegas League, and uh, people were looking at me like, is this guy even going to be healthy? But he looks like Jimmy Graham of old. Did you see the game that he put up last week, James? Oh, yeah. Two, two circus TD catches, yeah, plus a hurdle you. jump over a defender on another catch. He's back among the best in the game at his position and could be a big factor in this uh, hotly contested game that I highlighted earlier. A lot cheaper than some of the other big big guys on the board, but I think uh, of the of the bunch, he might be the value play in that in that grouping. I'll drop down a couple of hundred bucks to Delaney Walker against the Packers. Uh, yesterday we talked about how I, we believe that the Packers secondary is quite suspect, and so this is, represents a very good matchup for Walker. Uh, he's first in TDs at his position, and he's a top 10 option in terms of targets and receptions at his position. So I'll take a shot at him. And then finally, Antonio Gates turned back the clock last week, another outstanding performance, and he's shown a steady rise in productivity over the last three weeks, and I like that trend. He faces a soft Miami defense, and for $5,700 represents – oh, I jumped down below that threshold. You did, Paul. Yeah, I, yeah, I gave yeah. you – uh, extra value. Look at that. <laughs> well, luckily, I actually agree with you about Gates, so I'll let it slide. I love that play there. He's been uh, back to being Antonio Gates, at least from a target's perspective, and uh, scoring touchdowns as well last week. So uh, I am uh, I am in on that, and, and I agree with Graham. Graham is my favorite play there. Uh, he is back to being a, a stud number one tight end and yet still priced below, and in some cases significantly below those top guys on the board. So... Uh, that's a value to me. I, I think Graham is as good a play as any of those guys save for Gronk. So uh, for the discount, I think Graham is a, a terrific, terrific value there. Love, love, love that play. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's go from below Antonio Gates and down here because, you know, we, we could have gone from Antonio Gates and down. But, you know, Paul, why don't we uh, take it down to 5,000 here as we look at Jacob, Tammy, and above. Uh, some potential values in here, and uh, I see one I'm – Quite confident we'll make your list, Paul. Who are you playing here? Well, you know, I didn't talk about any Cowboys in yesterday's show, and you talked about two of them. Did you see Jason Witten against the Browns? <laughs> That's all I got to say. 
do I need to justify this pick? He, as another guy who turned back the clock last week against the Brownies, he picked up his biggest yardage total in the last five years, I think it was. And he'll find soft spots in, the, in that suspect Steelers secondary that you highlighted so well yesterday. So I, I think this is a no-brainer at $5,400, one of the best plays on the board, whether you're a president of the Witten fan club like I am or a March, arch rival like you are. So I like that pick. And then we'll go down a couple uh, spots and see C.J. Fedorowicz of the Houston te Texans at 5200 bucks. This guy's got at least four catches in five weeks in a row, along with three TDs in that stretch. I can't believe his price this low, quite frankly, given that, that rate of productivity over the last little while. Uh, dropping a little bit below him, uh, Kyle Rudolph, one of the guys who's not exactly hot, coming off the uh, season-worst performance last week. But I think he's gotten a much better matchup against Washington, and I look for him to bounce back in a big way because he's usually a key part of the Minnesota offense, such as it is. And then uh, the Ravens passing game should have a field day. We highlighted a couple of other guys last yesterday in the wide receiver spot. I'll take a shot at Dennis Pitta. Pitta was targeted only three times last week after at least eight targets in the in three prior weeks. I think he rebounds against the Woeful Browns. Paul, you jump below again. I said 5,000. Oh, you did it again. This has gun. just been a disastrous <laughs> performance for me, Paul. Uh, luckily, again, I will let you uh, fly because Fedorowicz and Rudolph are my two favorite plays in that range as well. Fedorowicz, for all the reasons you said. And Rudolph, like you said, his worst game of the season last week, but still got that touchdown. Uh, granted, one yard, one catch, one touchdown, but that's still better than one yard, one catch for no touchdown. So uh, Rudolph getting those red zone looks, so I like it there. And uh, since you jump below, I'll just jump down here and add one more name. Uh, Zach Ertz, uh, obviously we were waiting so long for him to bust out. Uh, again, a great matchup against Atlanta. Had the 98 catches for 97 yards last week and is priced at 4600 That is an absolute upside play that uh, I think you have to take there. So... Paul, I like Zach Ertz. Paul, you don't have any more values there before we jump over to the D's, do you, I've, sir? I've got one more. Of course you do. $4,500 range. This guy's averaged 6.9 points per week, which is decent. And But I look at what he did last week, catching a, a season-high seven catches on tw 12 targets for 90 yards. That's a lot of action for a guy in this range. And I'm mm -hmm. talking about Lance Hendricks of the L.A. Rams against the Jets. Not exactly a powerhouse on the pass defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and you know what? I'll add one more name in there as a, uh, on the other side of that Eagles-Falcons matchup. If Jacob Tammy is out again, Austin Hooper at 4,500 is pretty much a must-play. Uh, it looks like Tammy might be able to play, in which case don't play Austin Hooper. But again, if Tammy is out, Absolutely play Allison Uber, and I will leave it at that. Don't forget that FanDuel is doing a free fantasy basketball contest. You don't want to miss it on FanDuel. You can win a trip to Brooklyn where you and a friend will be sitting courtside with Brandon Marshall to watch Golden State take on Brooklyn. You get to see the Warriors in person. That is sweet. Travel and airfare are included. Just go to FanDuel.com slash wire to play now. Very cool stuff. Don't want to miss out on that. Paul, let's... Uh, Let's jump over to these defenses here. Let's look at those top three on the board. We have three defenses at the 5,000 mark or above. Carolina, Baltimore, and Arizona at 5,051 and 52 in sequential order there. Uh, are you starting any of these top tier, uh, at least price-wise, Ds this week? 
You know what I'm finding, James, this year? I'm spending up on some defenses sometimes, and I can make a good case for, for two right at the top of this list this week. In Arizona, I think this team has got to get their act together a little bit uh, if they want to win this division again. And I, I'm counting on their defense to deliver against the, the, the 49ers in a key game this week. They've averaged 10 points a season, and I think they'll be closer to uh, what we expected of them early on in the season again after tip, dipping the last couple of weeks. And right below them, I like love Baltimore's defense against Cleveland. This could be a shutout. That's that's what I'm looking for out of this matchup. Uh, Cleveland's shown me very little uh, other than Terrell Pryor, who's an outstanding talent. I feel sorry for this kid, though. He's on an island on that team, and uh, they have no quarterbacking to speak of. So I like those two defenses in, uh, in those circumstances. I agree with one, disagree with the other. I understand the concept of playing the D against Cleveland, but I just don't love that Baltimore D this week. But, again, it's a super solid play, but totally agree on the Arizona play. I think they just light up San Francisco, especially coming off that loss. That D is super talented. San Francisco is a a train wreck right now. So I like that play. Uh, I'll jump down here and I'll give you a, a play at 4,900 since you've been jumping down uh, all episodes. I feel like I'm allowed to here. Um, <laughs> and, and I like that Minnesota D. I know they've struggled a bit the last two weeks, but still insanely talented in my mind, the most talented defense in the league. Washington uh, has been okay as an offense, but also prone to turn the ball over and playing without Trent Williams, who was just suspended for four games and is, not just their best lineman at left tackle, but the best offensive player on that football team. Maybe the best, probably the best player on that football team. So that is going to be a loss, and I think they're going to feel it with that uh, insanely aggressive Minnesota pass rush. So I love the Vikings at 4,900 here. Paul, who else in that 49 to 4,500 range here kind of sticks out to you? Uh, I've got a couple of teams right at the bottom of the range that I'm looking at. I have a hunch that Eli Manning's in for one of those brain cramp day uh, games. He hasn't. He's been pretty good so far uh, for long stretches this season. But there's usually a couple of games where he gets a little bit trigger happy and throws some bad balls. I think that could happen against Cincinnati this week. They've only averaged 5.3 points per week. So this is strictly a hunch play. I, I've seen too much of Eli to think he's strung together a lot of long consistency here this season. But I think it, he's due for a blip down below that that range, and uh, I'll capitalize with Cincy. Then uh, right above them at $4,600, I like the Chargers against Miami Dolphins. The Chargers have produced 8.3 points per week on defense. That's that's one of the highest marks in this range. So I'll uh, I'll stick with them to be in that in that area again. Yeah, Paul, I could see that. I, I like that call, the Chargers one especially. I don't think I would uh, would be ballsy enough to roll out the Bengals, but definitely, definitely a fan of the other call, Paul. Let's uh, let's look at forty four hundred and below here as we look at these real values. Uh, I will give you the uh, the couple that stick out to me here when I am looking at this list. Uh, first and foremost, and this is uh, you want to talk about a. Uh, a hunch gut play this is about as you know again you need some cojones to make this play but the eagles defense has been very good from a scoring perspective as has the special teams and i know the atlanta offense has been the best in football i know i know i know but for 4400 <laughs> and considering the uh, upside from a defensive turnover perspective and the fact that the eagles have been terrific at home so far this season three and they've only allowed 23 points at home in their three home games total against a couple at least one good offense in pittsburgh um 
I think that this could be a game where the Eagles D surprises a, a great Atlanta offense. Again, I don't, I think it takes some some guts to do it. But, Paul, that, that's a, a defense in this range that I would be willing to take a shot on in a tournament. Who sticks out to you? There's one other name here I'll, I'll throw in, but I'll give you a chance to see if you get it. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Pittsburgh, and I'll tell you why. Wow, watched, Paul, I've, what is happening here? I've, I've watched this team against the Cowboys. They play only once every three or four years, and every time out, the Cowboys wet the bed against this defense. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to pick them and say maybe it's a jinx. Maybe if I pick them, they won't do anything. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they come up big against the Cowboys uh, and shock me uh, again and disappoint me. Look at that. I would have no problem with that. Uh, I will have one more. Uh, Washington's D has actually looked pretty good of late, at least from a uh, aggressiveness, pass rushing perspective. And um, we've seen the last few weeks that that Minnesota offensive line is probably the worst in football, certainly the worst at pass protecting in football right now. Uh, Bradford has literally been fearing for his life. It's amazing he's healthy considering his history. But um, I think that Washington D against this uh, struggling mini offense has some upside. Paul, uh, everyone remember to check out Paul tomorrow with Johnny McCagney. I'll bring you the Friday podcast. And of course, the podcast. Paul, uh, Paul's hockey pod. Paul, tell everyone uh, what's going on there. We record that. We I recorded with JJ Scholes, one of the standard uh, bearers for the hockey coverage at RotoWire headquarters in Madison. He's, he really knows his hockey. He really showed me something. He gives a lot of minor league updates, NCAA updates, and and uh, references when he, we do player profiles. He he brings a ton to the to the show and of course i have a long history around the sport myself we get, go around the league and tell you who's playing with who and uh, power play units and uh, shorthanded situations and who's hot and who's not who's who are people picking up in fantasy and uh, season long and ga- daily games we cover it all and we have a ball doing it listen to that check it out the podcast you find at the road wire hockey page and again check out paul and johnny mckechnie tomorrow bringing it again uh paul you have a, a wonderful show tomorrow I'll, I'll miss you until next week uh same with me my friend there we, we go. have that's a good what i was waiting this. for that's and, what i was waiting uh, for i always look forward to it me as well <laughs> so again uh check out paul tomorrow check out the podcast paul and i'll be back together next week for paul bruno follow him on twitter at statsman22 i am james seltzer this has been the thursday tight ends and defense week 10 preview edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast. They're gonna kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, 
Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.